Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Today's franchise interview shout out goes to the Source Direct. Source Direct is an inventor's one stop shop. Source Direct eliminates the disconnect in dealing with different companies from each phase of development and marketing. Instead, Source Direct can manage every stage of the process from the drawing board to the customer. Go to thesourcedirect.net and find out how you can get started. That's www.thesourcedirect.net. If you own a small business, it's not a question of if some hacker is going to attempt to attack your company. It's a question of when. Let cyberpolicy.com keep you safe. Cyberpolicy is the first end-to-end solution that combines cyber planning, security, and insurance. With CyberPolicy, your business will be protected against cyber attacks for as little as 40 cents a day. Visit CyberPolicy.com today and get a quote in just four minutes. CyberPolicy.com Blog Talk Radio Franchise Interviews From Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia You're listening to Franchise Interviews Franchise Interviews Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where the entrepreneurs are on one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. Well, after losing her job, Lisa Friedel and her husband, Mark, both military veterans, were facing some adversity. But nothing stands in the way of a U.S. Army major and his West Point graduate wife. The strength is seeing adversity and finding a resolution, and that resolution was a new Sinorama store located at 1005 Middlebook Drive in Liberty, Missouri. I would have talked to Mark and Lisa about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show. The Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity. Are you looking for a unique and lucrative franchise opportunity? If so, take a look at Stone Coat. With a patented process which creates a true stone finish on almost any wall or ceiling, Stone Coat is a true game-changing product in the multi-billion dollar construction industry. Stone Coat is applied faster, cleaner, and cheaper than conventional quarried stone, which saves both time and money. With advantages in remodel and new construction of both residential and commercial projects, Stone Coat is a true crossover product. The Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity provides a low startup cost, low operating expenses, comprehensive training, ongoing support, and no royalty payments. For more information on the Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity, go to www.stonecoatfranchise.com. That's www.stonecoatfranchise.com or call us at 972-380-2700. That's 972-380-2700. Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. 
The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews, from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 10 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs one-one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. Well, after losing her job, Lisa Friedel and her husband, Mark, both military veterans, were facing some adversity, but nothing stands in the way of U.S. Army major and his West Point graduate wife. The strength of seeing adversity and finding a resolution, and that resolution was a new Sinorama store located at 1005 Middlebrook Drive in Liberty, Missouri. Hi, Mark. Hi, Lisa. How you doing? Welcome to the show. Hi, Marty. Hi, Marty. It's great to have you both on the show. You know, it's, I've been following Sinorama for such a long time now, and I think they're a fantastic franchise. Um, we'd like to ask our guests, where are you calling from uh, this afternoon? We're in Liberty, Missouri, just 15 minutes north of Kansas City. Oh, fantastic. How's the weather there today, Lisa? Fantastic. It's not like winter at all. <laughs> it's not. Well, I'm a little jealous because it's snowing here in Pennsylvania today, so it's a little bit cold. So I think you guys sent it this way. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's fantastic. You know, one of the things we've been talking a lot over the last, particularly over the last month, Lisa and Mark, is, is technology. You know, maybe you can talk about, you know, how technology has played a role in your business today. Um, yeah, I'll take that question. Um, it's really all about the print equipment for us. I mean, mm-hmm. if you could see the size of this printer in our shop, um, it's yeah. massive and really sophisticated. So that, you know, we can provide custom, really custom-looking signs to or, or graphics to people. It's no longer just the standard font and one-looking sign yeah. that you see on every street corner. You can literally take a digital photo and transform that into, you know, a sign of almost any type. So the technologies really push this industry. 
The, the outcome is fantastic, isn't it? At least, I mean, when you see that, that, that final result, you know, and I know the technology has is, is come a very long way, you know, in, in the printing industry. So it must be like a gratifying feeling for, you know, both you and Mark, you know, when you see that, that final product, I imagine. It is, Marty. I mean, first time we turned our printer on and actually made some product, you know, when that yeah. thing starts printing out that, those vibrant colors and beautiful graphics for our customers, I mean, it is truly fulfilling to see that coming out of there. You probably say, I did that, right, Mark? Or both you say, Absolutely. Like, that was yeah, me. There's been a couple of <laughs> aha moments here where you, you're like, oh, my God, I just made that. <laughs> I can only imagine. That's fantastic. You know, how how big is the sign industry today, Mark and Lisa? I mean, I know it, it, it's a big industry. It seems like it keeps getting bigger. Yeah, right around $49 billion so far. Wow, and that high now. That's incredible. That's, it really is that's probably last year's figure, too. I wouldn't know, or, you know, 2015, I, wouldn't, I don't even know what right. the 2016 numbers look like. But everybody is trying to capture people's attention. If you can get people away yes. from their phones and away from their TVs and actually look up and see yeah. a sign that looks different from everyone else's, you know, that's really it's what true. people are going after. Yeah, that's fantastic. What's been um, one of the most interesting things that's happened to you, Mark and Lisa, since launching um, Signorama? I know it's a difficult question because you've probably had, as Mark said, a lot of aha moments, but any anything stand out in particular? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, yeah, we <laughs> talked about it briefly. Um, you know, one thing that was very interesting to us is meeting all the people in our community. Um, you know, when you don't have a business and you don't greet the public every day, you really kind of lose sight of just how big your community is. So we've met so many people. Um, sales have been great in our first 100 days, you know, and, and it's been really exciting to just keep, you know, seeing people walk in the door or call us and say, hey, can you guys help us? Um, and then Mark, Mark's answer to this, the most interesting thing that's happened. Oh, exactly. go ahead, Mark. I'd like to hear it. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. It's funny. I can't remember. You said to see money actually getting to the bank. You know, after, you know, when you first start one of these things, you know, we're just constantly writing checks and arranging for massive amount of money to be given to somebody else to get it started, you know. And then when you finally do open the the shop up and your first customer walks in and actually hands you money, that was a pretty good moment. I imagine. I imagine it was, and it must be nice, Mark and Lisa, you know, to you know, play a part in in all these different businesses, you know, and, and and I'm sure you have some nice diversity. You probably work with all sorts of businesses, don't you? We do. We've worked from, jeez, uh, we've done smoke shops. We've done, uh, we've got a car show coming up here in Kansas City, so we've got a lot of car enthusiasts coming in, having their wow. car show signs made, um, banners, construction, construction signs. Um, let's yeah. see what else. Car wraps. Wow. Uh, we've done all of that within the first 100 days. That's fantastic. You know, one of the benefits of, of getting into franchising, of course, Mark and Lisa, is that, you know, you have training, you know, and I've always understood that the training is fantastic for Signorama. Maybe you could talk a little bit about what that experience was like for both of you. Yeah, we had two weeks of training in Florida. It was really more like mm-hmm. business training in Florida. Yes. Where the home offices, you know, the corporate headquarters. Um, and then about two weeks, two to three weeks here on site, you know, once we got back and the equipment started getting put into the store, then we went through some mm-hmm. hands-on training here in the store. Now, you know, we'll be the first ones to admit it wasn't enough, but from everybody mm-hmm. else in the industry that we talked to, it was way more than, than they got. Right, <laughs> right, of course. So, yeah, yeah. So I think it was pretty good. 
Yeah. Now it may not have been enough, but uh, you know, two weeks, you know, going from never, never really made a sign to <laughs> right. actually being able to produce a sign. I mean, it was like drinking water from a fire hose for for two wow. weeks. And then you of think course. you know everything when you leave there until you open the door and your first customer <laughs> walks in, and then you're like, I don't know. What do I do now? Uh, call somebody to find out. <laughs> and that's where that's sign they, they, they that, back you up yeah. when you open the doors, and they they're always available to help you out if you need it. That's terrific. The um, one of the, the the tagline for our show is asking the franchipreneur who know, owns one. You know, and, and that's certainly both of you. You know, so you can talk about really. Um, better than anyone, what is a typical day like as a Sinorama franchisee, Lisa and Mark? Busier than you could ever imagine. That's great. <laughs> and that's good, isn't it, Mark? Um, good and bad. Uh, yeah. I mean, the days just fly by. I mean, you can't sure. believe how quickly they go by, but, uh, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. It, it, it's fantastic. You know, from my perspective, <clears throat> when you open your doors, Mm-hmm. to a business and, and and people are coming in and asking you right now, right then, they expect you to be the experts. And, sure. you know, to be able to do that, you've got to have really good systems in place so that you can yeah. answer those questions, provide right. quotes, get a job, a, a sign produced. And so we would be so much further behind had we not right. bought a franchise, bought a system already in place, mm-hmm. a POS system yeah. that totally supports what we do. Um, this would have been, it was a long process to get this up and running, but it would have been much longer had we tried to do this ourselves yeah. and get a back system that would support us. And um, You know, this is a custom sign shop. Everybody that comes in the door wants something different. Sure. And in order to do that efficiently and effectively, you know, you got to have a really good support system structure in place um, to be able to manage that. Yeah, and I'm glad you said that, Lisa, you know, and Mark, you know, because, you know, it, it talks about the benefits of franchising, doesn't it? You know, I mean, there's a lot of people out there, you know, again, doing the show such a long time now, you know, people out there saying, well, I, I could just do this myself, can I? And and it, it doesn't work that way, does it? I mean, I can imagine, you know, you could have just started, you know, Lisa and Mark's sign business, but, you know, how long would that have taken you then if you didn't go the franchise route, I imagine? Quite a bit longer, and then a, a, a lot of the jobs that we've gotten. I mean, we haven't had an enormous amount yet since we mm-hmm. just started. But, uh, a lot of the jobs that have come in have be, have come in because we are a Signorama, and right. other Signoramas direct business to us. The website directs business to us, so yeah. our name is already out there because we've got brand recognition, which you wouldn't have with Lisa and Mark sure. Sign Shop versus Signorama of Liberty, Missouri. What I've always liked about Sinorama, Lisa Mark, as well, is you know, is, is you know, your type of business. I mean, it's pretty much it's 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 a nine to five business in the sense, isn't it? I mean, in the sense that you know, you are working with other businesses, so it's not like one of those. You know, a lot of the franchises we have on our show, you have to work on weekends, you have to work late nights sometimes. You know, and and, and Sinorama is not that, is it? It's it's more a typical, I guess we could say, maybe not nine to five, but it, it's Monday through Friday, isn't it? Monday through Friday, no weekends unless you want to, which is one of the primary reasons why the Signorama franchise rose to the top when we were making our selection. Lisa and I knew we didn't want to, since we have young kids at home, we knew we needed our weekends, so, you know, we kind of went this direction so that we weren't in 
the food industry or the service right. industry that was going to be required to be there evenings or weekends when we wanted to be home with our kids. That's fantastic. I'm very happy to have you on the show today because, you know, you, you are what we call franchipreneurs, you know, entrepreneurs that have purchased a franchise. You know, and, and most of our listeners, Lisa Mark, we, we call them aspiring franchipreneurs. From, from everything you've learned up to this point, what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? Because we find that, you know, in doing this show now such a long time, we find that a lot of people are confused because both of you know, there, there's a lot out there, isn't there? There's a lot to choose from. Um, so from everything you've learned, what advice would you give to them in their quest to buy a franchise? Yeah, I would, I would say it's think about what you want to do for the next 10 plus years. Mm-hmm. Um, write down your values, what's important to you. You know, Mark and I had to go through this um, process ourselves. You know, what do we want our legacy to be? What do we want our children to go right. through in the next 15 years? Um, all of that work up front, self-evaluation and, and really um, spending the time to understand what you really want here in this yes. phase of your life, is really important when you're trying to narrow down the type of franchise you want. You know, yeah, I always wanted a bakery. I've talked to Mark mm-hmm. for years about opening a bakery. And, right. And when, and when, you know, you go through this process of really understanding what are your values and what's going to make you right. happy, it, right. we would have had to sell a whole lot of donuts to make that happen. Of course. <laughs> for a lot of hours Absolutely. Yeah, I, you know. I think that's that's great advice, Lisa. Yeah, that is important because, you know, franchising really it's a means to an end. You know, I think, you, Mark, you were saying it earlier, you know, is that you have children and, you know, you want to spend your weekend with your family, you know. And, and, and Lisa's saying if you got that bakery, well, you'd probably be working a lot on weekends, wouldn't you? You'd have to sell a lot of donuts or cake, you know, to, to have a, a particular lifestyle that, that both of you um, were interested in, in attaining, you know. So I, I think that's, that's a great response, and I think it's great advice to our listeners is, is really just taking that time to sit down and say, you know, what are my values? What do I want this thing to do for me, you know? And it sounds like, you know, Sinorama was, was, was a, a very good match for both of you, wasn't it? It's working out, Marty. That's fantastic. Um, maybe you can talk a little bit about, you know, you, you kind of hinted, but, you know, maybe your, your plans for, you know, um, Sinorama's future. I, I mean, where do you see yourselves, you know, five, ten years down the road, Lisa and Mark? Well, we hope this one is uh, actually putting back, all the money that we that we right. <laughs> used to get it started. So we hope hopefully we'll be able to pay back that loan and uh, sure. have a have a thriving business and be able to send our kids to college, uh, complete our retirement plan, pay off right. the house, all that stuff. Yeah, of course, yeah, absolutely. We've got two young boys. You know, we hope maybe they'll uh, they'll start working with us when they're teenagers. Wow, uh, that would be great. They, yeah, they may choose to take the store over when we retire or not. Right. You know, we can yeah. sell it, um, but we'll have options at that point. That's true. And that'll be a great experience for them too, right, Lisa? I mean, I imagine, you know, if you have the chance, you know what I mean, to work in the Sinorama, you know, and they can learn the business and see, you know, if, it, if it's for them or, for, or if it's not for them, you know, and in both cases, I mean, they benefit, don't they? Right. Yeah. Yep. That's what we That's hope to that's what we hope to teach them anyway. Is uh, sure. Yeah, you, know, you can go out and get a job and and flip burgers if you want, or you can come here right. and learn a skill and. Of course, <laughs> be your own boss. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And they can decide if, you know, entrepreneurship is for them as well, you know, because you really, you know, I, I think a lot of times entrepreneurship is, is glamorized, isn't it, Lisa and Mark? You know, it's like we talk about, you know, entrepreneurs, you know, and, and you know, but I, I think when you're actually doing it, it's a different experience, isn't it? Yeah. It truly is. It's, it, you know, don't, I don't think anybody should be confused by the fact that this is not a 40-hour-a-week job. This right. is much more than that. Sure, of course, of course. But it's, One of but the it's, things, on, oh, go ahead, but it's on your terms, too. But it's on your terms, of course, absolutely, and I, I, I think that's so important. You know, one of the things that really intrigued me about your story when I read about both of you, you know, was what you were doing um, before Sinorama. Did, did you want to talk about that as well, Lisa and Mark? Sure. sure. Yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you want to go first? Um, sure. Um, you know, I did go to West Point. I did five and a half years active duty, um, and then I decided to get out and jump into corporate America. Um, I worked for a couple different businesses, but spent most of my time with AT&T, about 15 years with AT&T. Right. But I've mm-hmm. always been in technology fields. Um, I was, my last job, I was a chief operations officer for a small tech firm in Overland Park, Kansas. Okay. Um, you know, my, my CEO and I disagreed on some things, and he decided he really wanted to be the COO, so he let me go. Wow. Um, and that was, you know, that was the moment where, you know, Mark and I had to look at each other and say, what next? And so then I'll let, yeah. you, I'll let Mark tell you his story. <laughs> um, let's see. All, all the way back from high school, um, let's see. High you can go back college. as far as you want, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm not as uh, prestigious as Lisa's West Point uh, uh, career, but uh, I went to the South Dakota Military Academy, if that thrills okay. anybody. <laughs> okay. And then I was, in, I was in the National Guard and the Army Reserve, did a bunch of that, and then uh, went went through retirement. But in the meantime, while I was doing that, I was also working for the federal government uh, out of college, graduated with a cartography degree and went to work for an agency called uh, the Defense Mapping Agency in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Made maps and all of uh, the car- cartographic products for the defense services. And oh, then wow. uh, and I met Lisa. And Lisa got it was transferred to St. Louis for a short period of time, and then mm-hmm. she got moved down to Houston, and I went with her. And I went to work for AT&T, and then we were down there oh, wow. for three or four years, and then we got moved to Kansas City, and then I quit, and then I stayed home with the kids and raised kids for uh, 12 years wow. until last year when Lisa lost her, lost her job, and then uh, we started on this. It's it's a great story, and, and it's really, you know, it, it, it's a very common story. I, I can't tell you, Lisa Mark, how, you know, because doing the show over a decade now, how often I've heard your story, you know, and I think a lot of times, uh, you know, people think that the security is with corporate America and it, it's, it's really not that way today. You know, I think maybe at one time it was, you know, but yeah. maybe with your parents or my parents, but it, you know, it is, it is a different world today, isn't it? We don't have that security that we used to have with corporate America, do we? No, no. <clears throat> I mean, I can tell you, I, I'm a Gen Xer, you know, I, I always considered myself for so many years the young one, wherever I went, right. you know, the military, um, I worked for a winery for a while, and I was I always felt like I was the young one in the room, and 
And, you know, I woke up one day at AT&T and went down to Dallas and realized I was surrounded by millennials that were brilliant and, you know, very tech savvy. And I was like, holy cow, what has happened? And it was truly the... um, the, the irony of, of the millennial generation being so huge was, you know, the Gen Xers were very quickly being just completely overlooked. Uh, right. Baby boomers were still at the top. Gen Xers were massive and coming in droves. And yeah, of course. <laughs> I was like, what happened? Of course. Um, you know, so it's, it's just a, it's an interesting dynamic and what's going on with our country yeah. and the workforce. And they're, yeah. the younger folks are very technical technically savvy and it's a great thing um sure but it definitely makes you aware of you have to think about what value am i bringing to the business right now and right my experience um enough you know i went and got my mba a few years ago and and you know thought that was going to help solidify my position um i'd had all this experience had an mba um, I thought that was going to kind of keep me going in my uh, corporate jobs or in private business industry, but but you know you just never know. Sure, uh, you can, you can uh, get people for a lot less money than I was being paid. <laughs> sure, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It, I mean, it's, it, it's interesting, Lisa. You know, because you know when we look at the demographics of our show, too. You know, who our listeners are. I mean, they they are typically in your category you know i mean they're they're in their you know like mid 40s um you know uh, higher education you know and, and and you look at that you say wow you know where are all these people coming from you know and and i, I think it, it is it's part of the change in our country isn't it yeah very much yeah that's, and, and, that's and, and maybe it's a good thing you know maybe you know sure. mark and i talked about starting our own business for a few years we you know, we thought it was a great idea, but really had no catalyst to move us there until that, until I lost my job. So of course. now I'm completely confident in our abilities, and um, I had really no fear at all in doing this. I mean, I think Mark was a little more nervous about it than I was. Sure. Yeah, my, yeah, my, my you know, skill, work skills had sat silent for... 12 years while I raised kids at home. Um, right. So, yeah, coming back into the workforce was a little bit apprehensive, but uh, yeah. we over. It, it seems, Mark, too, and Lisa, you know, that, I mean, you Sinorama was a good fit, you know, in looking at your backgrounds, you know, and even looking at, you know, I, I wrote a paper um, that got published in a journal article um, a, a year or so ago on um, military and franchising and the relationship between both, you know, and it's just interesting that, you know, um, it, it seems to me that, you know, military would be a good match for franchising because, you know, in talking to both of you, it seems like, you know, both of you have that appreciation for systems and rules and procedures. But am I correct to say that? Right. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, with this franchise deal, you know, they, they give you a plan and the military operates off a plan, so right. give, give us a plan, we can execute the plan and hopefully be rewarded. Yeah, and I well, think that's always the hardest part of anything, Mark, is is executing the plan. You know, and I think military, of course, have that background in execution, don't they? Yeah, definitely. And let me just say this, too. I'll put a little plug in for Sinorama. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we did, we did talk to one of their biggest competitors, and we do know people that have a, a different type of 
different types of franchises. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I really did like about Cinerama was they they give you enough uh, structure and, and, and systems in place for you to go forth and run your business. They yeah. It is a custom sign shop. They cannot tell us to make the same sign over and over every day. They just That's can't. That's true. Right. And so That's there is true. a lot of freedom to execute here um, the way we see fit. And Sinorama doesn't tie our hands behind our backs, which we really love. Yeah, it must be nice to have that diversity, Lisa. You know, it's like every day, I'm sure every day that you go into, um, you know, Sinorama, I mean, every day is a bit different, isn't it? Yep, definitely. It's everything from decals to channel letters to banners to monument signs, you name it, it's different every day. That's fantastic. How can our how can our listeners um, get more information um, on, on both of you, Mark and Lisa? Do you have your own website that they can go to? I know the website for Sinorama, I think it's just Sinorama.com, but anything uh, specifically that you can plug your franchise um, business would be great. Um, yeah, I mean, if you go to Sinorama.com forward slash mm-hmm. MO dash Liberty, um, or even just go to signorama.com and do a search on Liberty, Missouri. That's our website. Right. And then you can also find us on Facebook, um, which is probably a little more personal, a little bit more about Mark and I, but um, it's um, Facebook and then Signorama KC North. We're listed as KC North on Facebook. That's fantastic. Well, maybe maybe we'll see both of you on Undercover Boss one day, right? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Right now, right now. That'll, that'll be fantastic. Well, it was great to finally have you on Franchise Interviews. You know, when I read your story, you know, I was, I was inspired by it, you know, and I just thought it was a great story for our listeners. So I'd like to thank both of you, you know, for coming on the show because I think this was a great interview. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, Marty. It's been my pleasure, Lisa and Mark, and we'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Coming up on segment two, you're going to hear what every franchisepreneur needs to know before buying a franchise. We're going to play a clip from our popular Great Quotes in Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. those special people who are willing to go after your dreams and goals? Are you ready to fulfill that dream of owning your own business with the security of a proven brand, the opportunity to take control of your future, and own a Rita's Italian Ice franchise is within your reach. Rita's is seeking success-oriented individuals who are ready to make a change in their life, and Rita's offers unparalleled training and support to assure your success. And did you know the frozen treat industry is a recession-proof industry and there are Rita's in 23 states currently with 540 stores open. Rita's Italian Ice has been around for 25 years and is listed as a top performing franchise by the Wall Street Journal. Now here's the really good part. Rita's Italian Ice is a unique and amazing taste treat. It's smoother than a snow cone and it combines ice with real fresh fruit. The real fruit adds dramatically to the taste, and it comes in over 40 flavors. The ice and fruit are mixed on site and made fresh daily, and it is delicious. You'll want to know more about this exciting and successful franchise opportunity. Go to www.ownaritas.com and get all your questions answered. 
That's www.ownaritas.com to take control of your dreams and future today. You don't want to wait any longer to be a part of this adventure. www.ownaritas.com Franchisers, are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? For over eight years, Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com, where you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising, which podcast you get to hear, a Great Quote in Franchising. You know, Don and I have been hosting franchise interviews now almost six, and we've had some incredible quotes on the show. Today, you're going to get to hear from Sean Falk, who is a military veteran, who's done very well in franchising. And Sean's going to give some great advice to perhaps some other military veterans who are looking to go into their own franchise. So here we go. <laughs> so it, it sounds kind of obvious, but why did GFC Management start this program then, Sean? You want to talk a little bit about that? Well, I, I, again, I think they saw the opportunity out there to find someone who is going to come in and, uh, mm-hmm. and and execute that system. Like you were saying a, a minute ago about there's some people out there who franchising ends up not being right for them. They they yeah. think they can either do it better or uh, what what corporate says it doesn't work for them. You know, so we have we have those franchisees as well. You know, some of them who just kind of buck the system along the way, um, and. Right. and Sometimes, you know, they have great ideas, but other times it almost seems like they make it harder for themselves. If they would just execute the system, they would be so much better off. So, you know, and me talking to um, uh, our franchisor and they saw my success, and, 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 and I do preach talking about the system. I say the system's there. Execute it. Just, just follow along. And I'm not saying that you just have to be a, a sheep and, and just do whatever mm-hmm. they tell you. I definitely right. I question them at times. I challenge them at times. I, 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 I say that I don't think that's going to work. And we work together to try to, mm-hmm. to make changes. Uh, so I'm not saying that you have to come in and just be blind and walk along the way. But I am saying that that person, like a veteran, who comes in and understands that it's collaborative work, working together to, to make things better, I think that is the person that, that they're really looking for. So they saw an opportunity in offering it to veterans. And with the programs that are out there, with um, with the IFA and the vet fran system that's out there, knowing that there's tens of thousands coming back every year right now, we saw an opportunity to take advantage of people who are going to be successful. Wow. So what should veterans consider when contemplating uh, franchising then, Sean? What would you say to them? Um, well, I think they should consider, uh, like what we were talking about earlier, kind of what they're interested in in the first place. Definitely right. do a lot of due diligence. Make sure that you understand what you're getting into. Ask a lot of questions. I would encourage them to ask if in the system that they're interested in, like Great American Cookies, 
ask if they have veterans in their system already and try to talk to them because I think a veteran talking to a veteran gives a whole different perspective on things and, and an understanding of, of what it really takes to be successful in that system. And so ask that question, and then and you got to know your finances, and you got to know what the qualifications are, and that's part of the due, due diligence of, of knowing what you're getting into. That's a good point. Just speaking to franchisees yeah. in general, too, just to right. try to speak to as many as you can. Do you know? Do plenty of due diligence. Yeah. Well, I think that there's a a, a lot of uh, effort from the development team of a franchisor to say, hey, here's a list of. Uh, franchisees that you may want to call and find out about our system. Well, I think if a veteran's coming in, they ought to say, well, are any of these veterans? And if not, can I talk mm-hmm. to a veteran? And, and I think they just, they have a whole different language that that they communicate on. And I think that they can get a different picture and a more accurate picture that relates to them a little bit more. It's uh, also good to see so, so many franchise systems part of the VetFran program. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you again soon with another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising from Franchise Interviews. Take care, everyone. Franchise Interviews. From Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.